millions of people every day are reaping the health benefits of using cannabis oil, also known as CBD. This new product derived from hemp has fascinated doctors and scientists around the world for its powerful effects on the human body. If you are in need of alternative methods for health empowerment, please visit www.naturalhempoil.com. That's naturalhempoil.com. CBD is now legal in over 40 states, and our products are non-psychoactive and contain less than 0.3% THC levels. We also offer products for household pets. Naturalhempoil.com does not claim to treat cancer, PTSD, epilepsy, anxiety, insomnia, joint pain, eczema, or any chronic condition that you may have been diagnosed with. Please consult with a doctor before you take CBD. Results may vary, so give our natural CBD a try at www.naturalhempoil.com. That's naturalhempoil.com. Visit naturalhempoil.com. That's naturalhempoil.com. When it comes to stubborn belly fat, we're all searching for a miracle pill. Generally, you have to use multiple products that target belly fat differently to manage excess weight around the stomach. Some products may focus on abdominal exercises or dietary changes, while others might focus on boosting metabolism or controlling cravings. But believe it or not, I may have found a solution that removes the need for juggling through multiple weight management products. It's called Belly Trim, and it's more effective at targeting belly fat, enhancing metabolism, and promoting a toned midsection better than most weight management products I've seen typically found on store shelves. Tens of thousands of five-star reviews back up the notion that Belly Trim is not only a breakthrough in a bottle, but that it also removes the need for us to use countless diet pills and fat-burning supplements. But there's more. If you place your order for Belly Trim now, you'll also receive 51% off free VIP live health and fitness coaching for life, two free new ebooks titled Top 10 Foods That Burn Belly Fat, and Top 10 Exercises to Reduce Belly Fat, a 60-day satisfaction guarantee, and last but not least, free shipping. Simply go to www.trimwithus.com. That's www.trimwithus.com to take advantage of this limited-time deal before they sell out. Once again, that's www.trimwithus.com. Order now. Energy bills are rising at a historic rate, and there's no end in sight. Talk to enough people, and you'll soon realize nearly everyone's shocked at their recent electricity bills. Some studies reveal energy costs have skyrocketed by as high as 60% in as little as two years. That's why tens of thousands are installing this magical little device from SavePowerBills.com to help slash their energy bills. This sophisticated gadget stabilizes electrical currents, reduces dirty electricity, and helps protect your appliances and electronics. Simply plug it into your home wall outlet to help lower energy consumption and ultimately help reduce your power bills every month. Countless five-star reviews back up the notion that this device is one of the most efficient ways to save money while beating the greedy power companies. But there's more. If you order now, you'll also receive 65% off, fast shipping within the USA, hassle-free returns, and last but not least, a 60-day satisfaction guarantee. Just go to SavePowerBills.com to take advantage of this limited-time deal before they sell out. Once again, that's SavePowerBills.com. Violent crime across the U.S. has skyrocketed. Just recently, a politician was carjacked by three armed attackers outside his home in Washington, D.C. This comes several months after another politician was assaulted in the elevator of her building. Between mass shootings, kidnappings, burglaries, and carjackings, it's never been more vital to learn how to protect yourself. This is why tens of thousands are choosing the Fighter Flare Flashlight. The Fighter Flare Flashlight has awed people with a wonderful design and massive light output. On top of an ultra-bright 800-lumen light, it boasts powerful strobe lighting modes for self-defense, a glass breaking hammer, a built-in power bank, solar-powered recharging, rope cutter, siren, and much more. Countless five-star reviews back up the notion that this flashlight is the latest and greatest in the EDC market. But there's more. If you place your order for the Fighter Flare flashlight now, you'll also receive 66% off, free express shipping, and last but not least, a 100% lifetime guaranteed replacement. Simply go to www.fighterflare.com to take advantage of this limited-time deal before they sell out. 
www.fighterflare.com. Order now. Something wicked is coming this way, and only fools are ignoring the signs. So it's time you became a financial prepper like thousands of others. Gold can travel anywhere. It's international. It's its own currency. Allocate to gold now, the timeless safe haven asset. Open an IRA with noble gold investments to physically hold coins and bars and let real, tangible gold, not just paper, save your portfolio as the economy burns again. Right now, Noble Gold Investments offers a free 3-ounce silver American virtue coin with every qualified IRA. Just use the promo code code GOLD to claim your free coin and secure your family's financial future. Go to noblegoldinvestments.com now. noblegoldinvestments.com This performance may not be indicative of future results. Investing in precious metals, including gold, involves risks. Consult with your tax attorney or financial professional before making an investment decision. Greetings and salutations, loyal viewers of this channel, and yes, that goes double for those of you who are viewing the audio stream on Spotify and on Apple's podcasting platform. Today, we're going to discuss a surprise interview where Mark Zuckerberg, the founder and creator of Facebook, and no, I'm not going to call it Meta, because you should never call it Meta, appeared on The Joe Rogan Show. This was an interesting interview. I highly recommend you watch it in its entirety, because the bulk of this isn't really about what we're going to address. And it's good to hear these people that we often see as robots, cyborgs, inhuman lizard people actually speak on what they're passionate about and do a long form interview. Now, with that being said, the thing that we're going to be focusing on, of course, is the part of the conversation that related specifically to the suppression of the Hunter Biden laptop story in the lead up to the 2020 election. But before we get into this, we do have a sponsor. It's a long-term sponsor of the channel, so we're going to toss it to the sponsor, and we'll have a discussion about this on the other side. Check this out. Noble Gold, one of the most loyal sponsors to this channel, has just been rated by Consumer Affairs as the number one company for Precious Metals IRA, in the nation. And this is due to the fact that they have amazing customer service and a great product. Talk to an expert at Noble Gold Investments today if you've been thinking about investing in precious metals. And if you're quick and you set up a qualifying IRA or 401k rollover, you will be gifted a one-tenth ounce American Eagle gold coin. In order to get this amazing offer, call them at 877-646-5347 or visit noblegoldinvestments.com. Again, that is 877-646-5347 or noblegoldinvestments.com. When we take down something that that we're not supposed to, I mean, that that is like, uh, I, I mean, that's the worst. I mean, How that's do you like, discern? So like I said, there's a surprise interview of Mark Zuckerberg, and one of the things that I find interesting is the fact that Mark Zuckerberg is appearing to try to present himself as somebody who's concerned with getting the issue wrong and censoring too liberally. However, if you actually listen through to the rest of this clip or watch the whole podcast in its entirety, you actually get a different impression of how this man actually sees the world. So while he may be saying it's one of the worst things ever to accidentally inappropriately take down a Facebook page when it's not deserved. In reality, Facebook often uses some form of preemption in order to do so, and they would rather censor first and be called out for it later because typically what happens when they get censorship issues on their platform is that it comes from one side of the political spectrum and the other side of the political spectrum, the left wing side, is cheering it on, advocating for it, and standing up for them. And since they make up the bulk of the press in the United States, 
And this is the dominating position in the Western world right now that these companies should censor based on the left wing. In reality, it's actually a low stakes issue for Facebook. So however Zuckerberg might feel personally is totally irrelevant. The way that his company operates is a censor first, ask questions if you get enough backlash later kind of attitude. I don't want one theme in my worldview around this stuff. I mean, it gets to some of the stuff that we talked about before. Is like, I don't think that this stuff is black and white or that you're ever going to have like a perfect AI system. Um, I think it's all trade-offs all the way down, right? And it's and and you you could either you could build a system and you can either be overly aggressive and capture a higher percent of the bad guys, but then also by accident take out some number of good guys, or you could be a little more lenient and um, say, okay, no, the cost of taking out any number of good guys is too high, so we're going to tolerate having you know just a, a little bit more like more bad guys on the on the system. These are values questions, right? Around what what do you value more? Um, and and those are those are super tricky questions. Now it's actually very interesting to hear the worldview of the person behind such a mega corporation that plays such a role in how everyday people share information on the internet.com, how they get informed, etc. Cetera, etc. Cetera. So Zuckerberg essentially frames this issue as follows. You could either play it safe, which is censor more, because you want to catch most, if not all, of the bad guys, and sometimes you're gonna catch some good guys in there as well, or you can play it very liberally and basically have an innocent until proven guilty kind of mindset, which will actually lead to some bad nefarious actors, some problematic people, as I'm sure Zuckerberg would describe them, staying on the platform and causing actual harm. Now, the problem with this analogy, the problem with this false dichotomy, is that in reality, there is only one choice. The choice is that you have a more liberal interpretation of what is available on these platforms, and you will get rid of some of the absolute worst people, but you leave people on the borderline because any other alternative is going to lead to people who are good, not doing anything wrong, not doing anything inappropriate, being censored for no reason. Because if your policy is based on harm reduction, you could always reduce harm more. But if your policy is based on liberty, then you need to maximize liberty within the confines of not letting people violate other people's rights. So one philosophy is actually ideologically consistent. One philosophy actually produces better results. And one philosophy actually respects individuals on the platform to react to the content that's being presented to them and actually means that if you do something wrong it actually has to rise to the level of actually causing harm to somebody not possible intended potential harm in the future so that you can take action against them so even though zuckerberg is framing this in a way that a lot of people actually frame it in reality the way that he's setting this up ultimately leads to an ever-growing censorship regime. So his fundamental premise about this being a balancing act is wrong. You should heavily lean towards liberty and only get rid of people who are harming and negatively impacting the liberties of other people. And this does not include people who say that they were going to post on social media, but they saw opinions that they disagreed with, therefore they were scared off of social media. Part of what I've struggled with around this is I didn't get into this to basically judge those things. Now, I also think that this is 100% true, that Mark Zuckerberg did not start Facebook, he did not start a tech company in order to be the one to judge which opinions are just opinions or which opinions will ultimately lead to violence in the future, thus they should be censored. He's a nerd. He wanted to do nerdy things and he made Facebook so people can see the hot girls at other Ivy League universities. So I got into this to design technology that helps people connect, right? It's like, oh, I'm sorry. I meant to say design technology 
for the future. Sure, Mark. Like, we all can't look up how Facebook was originally set up. Relax, buddy. So this whole thing that's, like, arbitrating what is okay and what is not, I, I obviously have to be involved in that because this is at some level, you know, I run the company and um, and I, I can't just abdicate that. But, but I, I also don't think that as a matter of governance, you want all of that decision-making vested in one individual. So I think one of the things that you know, our country and our government gets right is the separation of powers. So you know, one of the things that I tried to create is we created this oversight board. It's an independent board where, that basically we, we appointed people whose kind of paramount value is free expression, but they also val- balance that with things like when is there going to be real harm to others um, in terms of safety or privacy or other, other human rights issues. And, and basically that board people in our community can appeal cases to when they think that we got it wrong. And that board actually gets to make the final binding decision, not us. So in a way, I actually think that that is a more legitimate form of governance than having just a team internally that makes these decisions or, you know, maybe some of them go up to me, although I don't spend a ton of my time on on, on this on a day-to-day basis. But like, I think it's generally good to have some kind of separation of powers where you're architecting the governance so that way you you have different stakeholders and different people who can make these decisions. And it's not just like one private company that's making um, decisions even about what just happens on our platform. So the next thing that Mark actually proposes is this idea that they have an independent board that is actually meant to weigh the issues of whether or not you should be banned off the platform. And all the appeals go up to that independent board and they make the decision and it's totally outside of the hands of Facebook, the company. And this is presented presented by him as basically like a judgment system that is not involved in the profit portion of Facebook as a company. But again, this board is appointed by people at Facebook. It was done so at the behest of the shareholders to ultimately maximize the interests of Facebook. And since Facebook is an advertising company, this board exists to serve the whims of advertisers who are often cowardly and fickle. And thus, this board that is now not even accountable to Facebook, according to Mark Zuckerberg, is making these decisions with the obvious intent and the obvious bent towards censorship. So yeah, this is absurd. This is ridiculous. And again, this comes from a guy who participated in the coordinating ban of the President of the United States, along with other coordinated bans like the banning of Alex Jones and other figures, Andrew Tate most recently, who you can all have mixed feelings on, whatever you want to say about them. That's neither here nor there, but it doesn't make it better that he says we shifted it to this independent board that is answerable to nobody that was set up by us to be answerable to nobody and essentially take all the fault it's like when zuckerberg says that he outsources the true and falseness to the fact checkers but facebook picks the fact checkers and we all know that the fact checkers are inherently biased all of them have their own issues and we've seen story after story where they'll reframe a question that was very specific or statement in order to change the outcome and make something true or false for instance there was the issue of hillary clinton smashing her blackberry and the way that one of these fact checkers actually did this was they made it mostly false by saying that hillary clinton didn't personally smash her blackberry she handed it off to a staffer who smashed the blackberry with a hammer and it was very specific like that and even though the essence everything about what was said was 100 true hillary clinton's blackberries were being smashed at her behest with a hammer the fact checkers decided that it was mostly false because hillary clinton personally didn't swing the hammer according to the accounts of the story. 
story. This is what the fact checkers do, and this is what Facebook actually uses as their outside, unbiased source in order to determine what's true and false. How do you guys handle things when they're a, a big news item that's controversial? Like, there was a lot of attention on Twitter during the election because of the Hunter Biden laptop story, the New yeah, York we Post. Yeah, we Yeah, so you guys censored that as well? So we took a different path than Twitter. So the next topic that came up is the censorship, of course, of the Hunter Biden laptop story. And I just want to commend Joe Rogan for actually bringing this up to Mark Zuckerberg's face because the responses to this are really the heart of the whole podcast for somebody like me who's interested in the issue of online censorship. And first and foremost, it is important to distinguish between what Facebook did and what Twitter did. Twitter completely blocked the New York Post account and anybody from sharing the link to the article, even in direct messages. Messages. That's how hard they were trying to censor on behalf of the Democratic Party. Facebook, and Zuckerberg states this in this video, actually was just de-boosting the article so that it wouldn't get the same level of reach, which is also meddling in our election, which is also very questionable behavior. And it's especially questionable considering this story ultimately ended up turning out to be 100% true. Um, I mean, basically, the background here is the FBI, I think, basically came to us, uh, some, some folks on our team, and was like, hey... Um, just so you know, like you should be on high alert. There was the, we we thought that there was a lot of Russian propaganda in the 2016 election. We had millions of people every day are reaping the health benefits of using cannabis oil, also known as CBD. This new product, derived from hemp, has fascinated doctors and scientists around the world for its powerful effects on the human body. If you are in need of alternative methods for health empowerment, please visit www.naturalhempoil.com. That's www.naturalhempoil.com. CBD is now legal in over 40 states, and our products are non-psychoactive and contain less than 0.3% THC levels. We also offer products for household pets, natural NaturalHempOil.com does not claim to treat cancer, PTSD, epilepsy, anxiety, insomnia, joint pain, eczema, or any chronic condition that you may have been diagnosed with. Please consult with a doctor before you take CBD. Results may vary, so give our natural CBD a try at www.NaturalHempOil.com. That's www.NaturalHempOil.com. Energy bills are rising at a historic rate, and there's no end in sight. That's why tens of thousands are using this amazing little device from SavePowerBills.com. It's a small but smart gadget that stabilizes electrical currents, reduces dirty electricity, and helps protect your electronics. Just plug it into your home's wall outlet to help lower energy consumption and ultimately help reduce your power bills every month. Order now to get 65% off plus many free bonuses before they sell out by going to SavePowerBills.com. That's SavePowerBills.com. Order now. Energy bills are rising at a historic rate, and there's no end in sight. That's why tens of thousands are using this amazing little device from SavePowerBills.com. It's a small but smart gadget that stabilizes electrical currents, reduces dirty electricity, and helps protect your electronics. Just plug it into your home's wall outlet to help lower energy consumption and ultimately help reduce your power bills every month. Order now to get 65% off plus many free bonuses before they sell out by going to SavePowerBills.com. That's SavePowerBills.com. Order now. 
violent crime across the U.S. has skyrocketed. Between mass shootings, homicides, kidnappings, burglaries, and carjacking, it's never been more vital to learn how to protect yourself. This is why tens of thousands are choosing the Fighter Flare Flashlight. The Fighter Flare Flashlight includes an ultra-bright 800-lumen light, powerful strobe lighting modes for self-defense, a glass-breaking hammer, a built-in power bank, solar-powered recharging, rope and wire cutter, siren, high and low LED lighting mode, and much more. Simply place your order now to get 66% off along with many other free bonuses before they sell out by going to www.fighterflare.com. Order now at www.fighterflare.com. Violent crime across the U.S. has skyrocketed. Between mass shootings, homicides, kidnappings, burglaries, and carjacking, it's never been more vital to learn how to protect yourself. This is why tens of thousands are choosing the Fighter Flare Flashlight. The Fighter Flare Flashlight includes an ultra-bright 800-lumen light, powerful strobe lighting modes for self-defense, a glass-breaking hammer, a built-in power bank, solar-powered recharging, rope and wire cutter, siren, high and low LED lighting mode, and much more. Simply place your order now to get 66% off along with many other free bonuses before they sell out by going to www.fighterflare.com. Order now at www.fighterflare.com. Flare.com. Have it on notice that basically there's about to be some kind of dump of of um uh that's similar to that. So just be vigilant. So this is the thing that makes this interview from Joe Rogan of Zuckerberg so crucial because I didn't know, and a lot of people, even though they might have suspected, didn't know that the FBI actually went to Facebook and said, Hey, you had a lot of Russian disinformation on your platform. We think something big is coming. You better watch out for it. You better do something about it. And presumably this was not said to just Facebook, but it was said to other social media companies. And remember, if we get confirmation that this was actually actually stated to Twitter directly, Twitter used their justification of this being hacked materials, which was completely false and made up by them, as their reason for blocking this information from spreading on their platform. But the fact is, Facebook being threatened or being intimidated or actually just having a nice conversation where the implications are obvious by members of the FBI warning them of Russian disinformation when all of the reporting actually shows that the Russians only spent like $178,000 on broken English Facebook ads during the 2016 election really goes to show you that they were pulling out the stops for the Biden administration. And even if you believe that it was just coincidental, do you want a law enforcement agency that is supposed to be impartial going to these social media companies and saying, hey, look, you guys played a role in the 2016 election. We want you to make sure you do it kind of the other way and prevent this from happening in the 2020 election. Bare minimum, this is an agency under President Donald Trump undermining his electoral prospects based on the idea that Russia's interfering in the election, which honestly was a very frivolous allegation in the first place. 178,000 rubles in Facebook ads that got almost no reach is basically nothing, and that's what they're harping on. So our protocol is different from Twitter's. What Twitter did is they said, you can't share this at all. Um, We didn't do that. What what we do is we have... um, if something is reported to us as potentially um, misinformation, important misinformation, we, we also have this third-party fact-checking program because we don't want to be deciding what's true and false. And for the, I think it was five or seven days when it was basically being um, being determined whether it was false, um, 
the distribution on Facebook was decreased, but people were still allowed to share it. So right here you have Zuckerberg saying that Facebook's system was different from Twitter's, and we actually had a third-party fact-checking thing. We just went over how those guys aren't reliable and how they are biased, but they didn't outright censor it. I told you this in the beginning, but I'll have him explain it to you just so you know the level of compliance and coordination that Facebook was having with the Biden campaign in the 2020 election. So you could still share it. You could still consume it. Do you um, say the distribution is decreased? In, it, it got shared. It, how does that work? It basically the ranking in newsfeed was a little bit less. So fewer people saw it than would have otherwise. So it definitely by what percentage? I, I don't know off the top of my head, but it's 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 meaningful. So what's really important for you guys to understand about what Zuckerberg is doing here is that he's downplaying what Facebook actually did in censoring this information because he says, oh, they just deranked the story for five to seven days. We all know a story when it breaks is when it's supposed to get the most attention and all the days leading up to the election are absolutely crucial. On top of that, what Zuckerberg does not go into is that the media, when they would respond to the laptop story, would say that it was debunked or it was Russian misinformation they would quote the intelligence experts that were all connected in some way to the biden campaign or to other democratic party organizations in saying that it was russian misinformation and facebook did not suppress the false reports coming from them meant to contradict what was being portrayed by the new york post so facebook was actually doing a lot more than they're implying here and so was twitter because it's not just the censorship but it's also the promotion and the lack of deboosting for the people who are saying anytime you hear about this laptop it's definitely a right-wing conspiracy theory so him saying oh we suppressed the real story for five to seven days that doesn't let you know that they let the narrative story go out unchallenged for that period of time that's really important and it's not asked about by joe rogan likely because he doesn't know this but that's fine he got the interview he got us these clips all good in the hood with him but you guys need to know this but i mean but basically a um a lot of people are still able to share it we got a lot of complaints that that was the case. Um, you know, obviously, this is a hyper-political issue. So depending on what side of the political spectrum, you either think we didn't censor it enough or censored it way too much. But- so again, here, we have a false equivalency situation. If it was a story like Trump's tax returns, remember when Rachel Maddow was saying that she got a return and it ended up proving that Trump paid like $25 million in taxes for that year. So it was a great win for Trump. This would have been promoted all over social media like it was at the time as this big event that it actually was. So him saying, oh, well, some people on the left wanted us to censor more. Some people on the right wanted us to censor less so you know depending on what side of the issue you were on you could see it in both ways but the thing is we know for a fact right now that it was true but more importantly there was no reason at the time to question the legitimacy of the laptop people at the new york post explained where they got it people at the new york post were willing to send information to other media outlets to authenticate the story they just decided that they were going to declare it ambiguous when that was not the case also they kept asking hunter biden if this was his laptop laptop and he kept giving a non-denial non-answer to the question which often confirms the authenticity of the laptop because if you left your laptop at a repair shop and ultimately that ended up in the hands of the new york post you know that you left your laptop at that repair shop you don't say i don't know i'm not sure because that's not something that a normal person would be able to be unsure about either you did or you didn't so when hunter biden was saying i don't know that led us all to know logically that he did 
did in fact leave it there. And of course, the person at the repair shop had the evidence that Hunter Biden left it there. The story was clean from top to bottom, and yet they censored it. And Zuckerberg's trying to say, well, there's two sides of the issue. It's like, yeah, there's a right side, a correct side to the issue, and then there's the wrong side. And all these social media companies took the wrong side of the issue. But, right. but we weren't sort of as black and white about it as, as Twitter. We just kind of thought, hey, look, if, if the FBI, which you know, I still view as a legitimate institution in this country, it's a very professional law enforcement. Now, I'm just going to pause here for you guys out there in the audience to leave your thoughts about the FBI and about Zuckerberg describing the FBI in that way in the comments of this video. They come to us and tell us that we need to be on guard about something Then I want to take that seriously. Did they specifically say you need to be on guard about that story? I, I, no, I, I don't remember if it was that specifically, but it was it basically fit the pattern. Did they specifically say you need to be on guard about that story? I, I no, I, I don't remember if it was that specifically. So this is actually one of the most crucial questions asked by Joe Rogan, and Mark Zuckerberg's answer is quite concerning because Rogan asked him directly, did they tell you to be cautious of that story specifically? And Zuckerberg says no immediately, and then all of a sudden he stutters, and then he says he doesn't know specifically, which I find incredibly interesting because, again, this is a basic yes or no question. Did they come to you and say, hey, look, there might be some Russian disinformation being spread or planned to be spread on your platform, and you just assume this is what they were talking about, or did they specifically say that the laptop was Russian disinformation? One calls fully into question the credibility of the FBI and makes them non-credible, interfering in our election, and totally outside the bounds of reason when they target a specific story that turned out to be 100% true. The other one is more ambiguous, and you could say that the FBI gave them a warning, it was a standard warning, and it was just a blunder by Facebook. The fact that Zuckerberg said no and then shifted to I don't know means that he's probably going to use the I don't know explanation or I don't recall when he's asked about this in some form of future congressional testimony. Really put a pin in that, really think about that, because this is what should excite everybody who's worried about Facebook and wants to know exactly what was behind the censorship of this story. It could have actually been a legitimate First Amendment violation if you have a law enforcement agency of the federal government going to social media companies and saying that you need to block this newspaper which, by the way, was founded by Alexander Hamilton. It's one of the oldest papers in the United States of America. Now, the New York Post is a tabloid in a lot of regards, but just think about that. The Federal Bureau of Investigation saying that you need to do something about cutting off the distribution of this story. Totally out of the bounds, totally a First Amendment violation, and Zuckerberg is not sure all of a sudden if that First Amendment violation occurred, and he aided and abetted that First Amendment violation. When something like that turns out to be real is there regret for not having it evenly distributed and for throttling the distribution of that story what do you mean evenly distributed i mean evenly in that it's not suppressed it's not yeah 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 i mean it's it sucks yeah yeah i mean because i mean it turned out after the fact i mean the fact checkers looked into it no one was able to say it was false right so so basically it had this period where it was getting less distribution um so yeah i mean I, i but i think like I think it probably, it sucks, though, I think in the same way that probably having to go through, like, a criminal trial but being proven innocent in the end sucks. Like, it still sucks to have, have like, that you had to go through a criminal trial, but at the end you're free. Um, so it's, I, I don't know if the answer would have been don't do anything or don't have any process. I think the process was 
pretty reasonable. You know, it's, we still let people share it. But but obviously, you don't want situations like that. So this is where fundamentally Mark Zuckerberg's ideological argument for the censorship of the New York Post article is completely wrong. He describes it as similar to somebody being arrested and going to a criminal trial and being found innocent at trial. First of all, people get found not guilty at trial. They are presumed innocent initially. And this is really the problem that Facebook and all these companies have in the way that they see these issues, because the punishment came first. The New York Post was censored first they were punished as if they were guilty first and then ultimately as it became obvious to everybody in the mainstream media and even to people like mark zuckerberg at facebook that nobody could falsify the story because it was true then you ended up with the situation where they were freed after the fact so this is a wrongful conviction by zuckerberg by twitter and maybe aided and embedded by the fbi and zuckerberg has it totally backwards he has a fundamental misunderstanding of our judicial system and considering he's referenced that as a framework for how Facebook makes decisions, this should be troubling to everybody out there. Look, this is not acceptable behavior, and I understand why a company, if they get confronted by FBI agents trying to push them to do something, because that always comes with the implication of possible government force or possible government investigation, might act in this way. So really, we need to investigate what the FBI communicated to Facebook and whether or not it was specifically related to this story. That can be a criminal issue. That could be a serious problem and we need to know what happened. They always talk about our democracy and securing our elections and our elections legitimacy. Nothing undermines our elections more than the federal government trying to cut down news reports in order to get the outcome that they want. But hey, those are just my thoughts. Let me know your thoughts down in the comments below. If you liked the video, show me by leaving a like, subscribe for more content, follow me on all my social media, support me via the support links in the description box of this video. This has been me talking about the FBI potentially interfering in our elections. Till next time. When it comes to stubborn belly fat, we're all searching for a miracle pill. Generally, you have to use multiple products that target belly fat differently to manage excess weight around the stomach. Some products may focus on abdominal exercises or dietary changes, while others might focus on boosting metabolism or controlling cravings. But believe it or not, I may have found a solution that removes the need for juggling through multiple weight management products. It's called Belly Trim, and it's more effective at targeting belly fat, enhancing metabolism, and promoting a toned midsection better than most weight management products I've seen typically found on store shelves. Tens of thousands of five-star reviews back up the notion that Belly Trim is not only a breakthrough in a bottle, but that it also removes the need for us to use countless diet pills and fat-burning supplements. But there's more. If you place your order for Belly Trim now, you'll also receive 51% off free VIP live health and fitness coaching for life, two free new ebooks titled Top 10 Foods That Burn Belly Fat, and Top 10 Exercises to Reduce Belly Fat, a 60-day satisfaction guarantee, and last but not least, free shipping. Simply go to www.trimwithus.com. That's www.trimwithus.com to take advantage of this limited-time deal before they sell out. Once again, that's www.trimwithus.com. Order now. Energy bills are rising at a historic rate, and there's no end in sight. Talk to enough people, and you'll soon realize nearly everyone's shocked at their recent electricity bills. Some studies reveal energy costs have skyrocketed by as high as 60% in as little as two years. That's why tens of thousands are installing this magical little device from SavePowerBills.com to help slash their energy bills. This sophisticated gadget stabilizes electrical currents, reduces dirty electricity, and helps protect your appliances and electronics. Simply plug it into your home 
Homes Wall Outlet to help lower energy consumption and ultimately help reduce your power bills every month. Countless five-star reviews back up the notion that this device is one of the most efficient ways to save money while beating the greedy power companies. But there's more. If you order now, you'll also receive 65% off, fast shipping within the USA, hassle-free returns, and last but not least, a 60-day satisfaction guarantee. Just go to SavePowerBills.com to take advantage of this limited-time deal before they sell out. Once again, that's SavePowerBills.com. Violent crime across the U.S. has skyrocketed. Just recently, a politician was carjacked by three armed attackers outside his home in Washington, D.C. This comes several months after another politician was assaulted in the elevator of her building. Between mass shootings, kidnappings, burglaries, and carjackings, it's never been more vital to learn how to protect yourself. This is why tens of thousands are choosing the Fighter Flare Flashlight. The Fighter Flare Flashlight has awed people with a wonderful design and massive light output. On top of an ultra-bright 800-lumen light, it boasts powerful strobe lighting modes for self-defense, a glass breaking hammer, a built-in power bank, solar-powered recharging, rope cutter, siren, and much more. Countless five-star reviews back up the notion that this flashlight is the latest and greatest in the EDC market. But there's more. If you place your order for the Fighter Flare flashlight now, you'll also receive 66% off, free express shipping, and last but not least, a 100% lifetime guaranteed replacement. Simply go to www.fighterflare.com to take advantage of this limited-time deal before they sell out. www.fighterflare.com. Order now.